No, I just I just wanted to talk to you, and then I completely forgot that me talking about my cat, I don't know, shitting, would be good, good, good podcast material. There's the boy. I got a kitten for the dear listener at home who hasn't been tuning into my Twitch streams. Uh, his name is Jasper, and he's wonderful and adorable. Okay, so you're recording now. I am recording now. Okay. Uh, Want to do the clap? Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah, I think that was close enough. Yeah. So, yeah, your cat is pooping. Uh, not anymore. He came back in, um, and he realized that the catnip fish was in the corner, and he completely forgot about it. It was stationary by the doorway as if it's already been murdered, and he looked at it, pounced on it, and immediately ran back out of the room. So, I'm guessing something like that's going to be happening a lot. I really love it. He's become comfortable enough in the house to the point where now he's getting zoomies which is just adorable but the problem is that that does mean he started attacking my feet underneath the covers which is still adorable because his teeth don't hurt but also i don't want to encourage this behavior because i want to keep all my toes until i like until i uh retire so until you retire (laughs) that's the bar here that is the bar you hit 66 Um, and then the toes don't need them I really don't need them at that point, you know? I'm just going to be cremated anyway, so, like, no one needs to see the toes, no one needs to see how many I have, doesn't matter. I love how retire here is synonymous with death, apparently. No, I'm saying I don't really care what happens until then. Like, <laughs> I would see retirement and death, I'm like, cool, toes, whatever. But by the end, it's all going to be cremated anyway, so, like, it's whatever. I did make an unfortunate association there just now, though. That's on me. <laughs> you you, you kind of did. And you heard it here. I hope. You heard it here first, folks. Stevie says toes, colon, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. Toes? Who needs them? Yeah. I love the sweet boy very much, though. Um, although he uh, farts a lot. Also, more good, great podcast material. God damn, can that boy fart. Uh, and I don't know how to fix it, because we kept his food consistent. His very sweet elderly foster mom, who's named Judy. Um gave us his food, his special food, his special wet food, and also his special dry food and his special treats that he likes. And she said that he has tummy problems sometimes. So don't change his food too quickly unless we want him to be a veritable shitting machine, which she did not say, but I extrapolated from what she was saying. We did not change anything about his diet. God damn, you would have thought we did. (laughs) You might have changed the proportions. Maybe. That's the only thing I can think of that might have gotten mixed up also it doesn't help that he got fixed the day before we got him and Uh. apparently getting surgery makes them lose their appetite so he probably already would have been eating weird here just because he wasn't comfortable yet but then he all like his appetite was also suppressed when he showed up because of the surgery to where i don't think he knows how the fuck to eat here yet and what can you do and i'm like you have barely eaten two cans of cat food why why are you farting in my face i'm begging you so i'm still working that out Okay. Still working out the kinks. Um, he's four months old, though, and I love him very much. And he has discovered that the wires to my headphones make very good cat toys, which I don't mind until they get chewed through. Then I mind. Now I'm concerned. Speak of the fucking devil. Hi, Vesti. Yeah, he was doing it again. Yeah. He's going back in his shoe box. This is a thrilling development. Especially since this is a non-visual format, so... I just get to tell you what my very sweet little kitten is. He looks like a little teenage cat. I'll just tell you all about him. I'm very, I'm a very good storyteller. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> it's Gender Swap. Welcome to Gender Swap, a podcast by two transgender siblings, one of whom accidentally just interrupted the other of one who was about to sing this theme song and feels pretty bad about it. And the other one just got interrupted and also feels pretty bad about it. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Micah. My pronouns are they, them. And I have Stevie and I use he, they pronouns. See, now you have to leave it in. <laughs> You're right. In order for the bit to make sense, you have to leave it in now. <laughs> no, that is fair. Uh, yeah. You know what I've realized? What have you realized? I say that a lot whenever I can't figure out what I was supposed to say next. <laughs> You're like, God damn, I probably had a cool segue for this like an hour ago, but I don't know what it is anymore. And I just sit there and I go, uh, yeah. <laughs> Usually in that exact tone, too. 
Yeah. I would never clock you on it, though, because I love you. <laughs> I, I appreciate that. Meanwhile, I know all the things that you say when you're trying to think of something, because I have to do the editing. Yeah, see, I don't like that, because yeah, last time you messaged me and you were like, damn, bitch, you got a dry mouth, and I was like, I don't know, do I? <laughs> and you were like, yeah, according to this recording I'm editing right now, you got a pretty fucking dry mouth. And I'm like, well, shit, because I can't clock you on whether or not you have a dry mouth, because you're not going to snitch to me in your text to me whether or not you heard that you had a dry mouth in the recording. You'll never know. So you I will never know unless I try to do my own independent worse worse editing of the podcast. Um, that would actually be very funny. Me just doing a much a much worse just uh, a steep uh, drop in quality. <laughs> Sorry, Micah was sick this week. I had to take over the edit. Like and subscribe. Meanwhile, you hear me close to death in the entire podcast, and you're just sitting there editing. Man, your mouth so dry. Yeah. Who's yeah. got the dry mouth now, Mr. Close to Death's Door? <laughs> Mr. Jesus, I gotta cut that. I, I misgendered myself with the... With yeah, I, was, the, I, got confu- I got confused in the bit, and I was like, wait, was that about me? Or was Because that- <laughs> I, I got confused. Just misgendered myself. But the thing is, like, MX is hard to say. Yeah. Yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah, it's like when you're trying to figure out a new... What was it like stage name? That's when you were still using she their pronouns because it used to be Mr. Maxwell, and then you're like, I want something that still sounds like cool and snappy. And then I was like, Madam Maxwell, and you're like, that sounds like I own a brothel. A uh, uh, brothel, and I was like, well, hell yeah, it does. I think that's great. I think that's a selling point feature, not a bug. And you're like, actually, well, and I was like, I think it fits with your brand just personally. Um, but then you had to go and change your G dang uh, pronouns, and uh, and now you're Mix Maxwell. <laughs> and yeah, Mix Maxwell just doesn't. It sounds like I sound like a like a like a mid '80s DJ, Mix Maxwell. Oh my god, you do! Yeah, I feel like you could get some really fun mileage out of that. I think you could make some really I cool like logos. I don't want fun mileage out of that. That's not my <laughs> oeuvre. <laughs> Believe it or not, I've spent a shockingly little amount of time learning how to be a DJ from the mid '80s. Somehow that surprises me. I'm like, you do producing and shit. Why the fuck not? <laughs> Honestly, lack of energy. Uh, that's actually fair. I feel like to be really any kind of DJ, good God, I want what they're having. I would love that level of energy. Holy shit, I would love that. Yep, the boy is there. Every so often I just feel a tug at my feet and it's my headphone wire and my son. Hi, sweet son. Best protect your headphone wire, though. Yeah. There you go. You can get back in your box. I love you. He started meowing for attention, and the problem is that he started doing that even when he's under the couch, because the first couple days, I literally would, like, pull out the couch, scoop him up, because I'm like, you need to fucking eat, dude. Like, come on, come on. And I'd take him to his food bowl, and then he started eating. I'm like, I can't do this for you. But now he realizes that, like, when he meows, Papa comes and picks him up, and oh my god, that means he gets love. So he meows all the time now for affection attention and i'm like me too girl me too but i cannot pull out my whole bed the couch is way easier to pull out than this i can i cannot keep pulling out furniture for you bestie you need to start coming to get what you want because i will give you that love but i need are you chomping my court okay he's a menace the problem is that shiloh's working um i think he thinks my fan is a scratching post sorry this episode's gonna have a lot of that this episode is already really heavy on the cat content i gotta say yeah there's my bad there's way more cat content than i originally anticipated which i don't know why i anticipated any less because you just got a cat and it's all you're going to talk about for the next several months and shiloh works for the next like well a few minutes actually i realize they get off soon so we'll we'll be in luck then but he is a little menace and i think he just discovered that my tower fan to be fair, looks exactly like a scratching post. Mm-hmm. Looks just like a cat tower. So, hopefully he'll behave himself. He's posted up on the bed now. Fingers are crossed. Fingers are crossed. Speaking of people with their fingers crossed. <laughs> what? This is a terrible segue. The That's news. That's a pretty bad segue. Okay, sure. <laughs> yeah, here comes the news. Duran Duran has dropped a new album 40 years after their first. You're fucking with me. Just came out today. It's called... God, I love Duran Duran. It's called Future Past. It's their 15th album. That's so cool. I listened to a bit of it before the podcast. Pretty good. They still got it? I love that They still got it. Pretty good. Goes on film. 
goes on film that uh song went viral on tiktok and that's how i discovered them i'm gonna save that bad boy for me to listen to later this is so exciting also extremely gender may i just say that about duran duran very gender for me personally i don't know your thoughts on it but that's all i had to say on it i know I, I, I enjoy the work of a duran duran I just personally want to put Duran Duran in my pocket and just carry him around for a little bit. And then they can proceed, you know? Just some little guys. You have stronger feelings about Duran Duran than I do. Someone who, really? like, they came out the year before I was born. No, yeah, no, 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 no. They came no, out no. in 1981. They came out two years before I was born. I hear you. I Why is Discord blowing up? What the fuck is happening? I'm so worried that, like, the sound from Discord is going to come through on the on the headphones, even though it's... That's not how it works. Ah! I love the temptations on the on, on the nightstand. That's my bad. That's entirely my bad. It's okay, literally the name. It's it's literally the name. You little asshole. Oh, he thinks I'm gonna pet him. I point I pointed out my finger to shake to waggle it at him, and he nuzzled against it. You are too cute for your own good. I digress. Well, welcome um, back to Cat Talk with Stevie. <laughs> this is a new segment where we check in on my cat until Shiloh gets off work and frees me of the burden of fatherhood. <laughs> oh, goodness. But no, I was just... Uh, also, oh, goodness. That's the other thing I say when I'm not sure what I was going to say next. You do. Yeah, I say that a lot. But anyway, I feel like- what I was going to say before that <laughs> was, uh, yeah, Duran Duran dropped a new album today, which is very exciting. I'll be listening to more of it after we uh, finish up with this, probably. What? Stevie's making a face. Can you hear him meowing? I can't hear him. He was just like in the corner, pouncing on the rug on various spots and screaming furiously. My love, I need you to go visit Mama. You are bringing a lot of really rancid energy. And I know you don't mean to, it's just that Daddy's working right now. I love you though, son. Also, for anybody who's concerned that I'm misgendering Shiloh, we have decided that I'm Papa and they're Mama. And those seem to be titles less than gendered things. You know? Fair enough. It's it's just the vibes. It's like, I think you've mentioned that you're, um, I think you mentioned that you're dad to your dogs, just so you regard it as more of a title. Daddy. For that reason. Daddy. Yeah. I'm their yeah, daddy. Yeah, that's how it is. He's being sweet again. Yeah. What a little menace. But I digress. Um, I like how you brought up Duran Duran, and then um, all you had to say about them was, uh, I don't really care about him so much, but I'm surprised you did. And that was all you had to say. I had more to say than that. You just, just kind of started going with it. I'm like, well, okay, Stevie's very excited them. about them, and yeah. uh, no, no, I, I enjoy them too. It's just <laughs> you had so much to say that caught me a little bit off guard here. <laughs> what is this? The generational gap? I mean, could be. Hip hop, a hippity hop. It's the generational gap. It might as well be, honestly. Put the music but in right really here. <laughs> I Listen, I feel like we can't afford to be doubling up on segments. I feel like we can only afford to do one at a time. In this economy, no. <laughs> so, I'll damn it. That's just, it's a shame I don't have an article about the economy next, because then I could say, speaking of this economy... Oh, that'd be so good. Yeah, but I don't. You could just make one up. Just say the economy's bad, just like bullshit a headline, and you're probably correct. Yeah, so there you go. The economy's bad. Speaking of things that are bad, the West Coast <laughs> is bracing for simultaneous bomb cyclone and atmospheric river. Yo, what the fuck does that mean? Uh, a bomb cyclone with hurricane strength and chart-topping atmospheric river will coincide Saturday night into Sunday to unleash flooding rains, wet snow, strong winds, and coastal surf along the western U.S. Wow, that is disastrous. So, yeah. That's fucking terrifying. If you're wondering what Holy a bomb shit. cyclone is, it's a system that drops at least 24 millibars in pressure in 24 hours or less. And typically, the lower the pressure, the stronger the storm. Yeah, pretty much like a hurricane. That's terrifying. Meanwhile, an atmospheric river is a narrow band of concentrated moisture that cruise over two miles above the ocean and release rain or snow when they hit land. This one rates at a level five of five. That's a pretty big sky river. Yeah. That's not great. Now's a good time to mention mutualaiddisasterrelief.org because yeah. they're probably going to need some help up there oh, yeah. after this hits. You know, I probably should have saved the Duran Duran thing until the second one. 
Yeah. Just sort of tonally segueing out of that one's pretty difficult. Yeah, it kind of is. Segueing into and out of that one's a little tricky. But to be fair, going to... Meanwhile, Duran Duran also feels a little tasteless. So like, <laughs> ah, yeah. This is true. a really good way to wrangle this one, you know? <laughs> we are but humble podcasters. Who would have thought that dire weather news would be uh, a room killer? <laughs> what the fuck up? I'm about to sound like such a cis man right now, but holy shit, my Discord server is blowing up. I keep getting fucking notifications and I don't know who's pinging me. And it is not, it's not allowed for people in the server to ping me unless they're like mods or special people. So I'm like, who is harassing me? What is happening? Either it's DMs or someone is misbehaving. And honestly, both options intrigue and excite me. Who's to say? Okay. I'm, I'm glad we have your full attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's really no way to segue out of that last news segment. Uh, just because it's it's one that kind of... I feel like we could have devoted more time to it. But after a certain yeah. point, it just kind of drags on and on. It just doesn't stop. Yeah. Much like uh, a zombie. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I knew that was going to be a segue. I was like, this feels weird. This is going to be a fucking... Se- okay. Talk to me about zombos. Also, what, 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 fuck. What segment are we in, Micah? What kind of zone is this? The other segue I had planned for this, which, I don't know, maybe I'll use this segue instead. Yeah. Maybe I'll put them both in. Who knows? It's a treat for the listener. (laughs) (laughs) But the other segue I was going to do was, was, uh, you know, Stevie, uh, I'm glad you could meet me in my underground bunker. I'm going to hand you, uh, here's a shotgun. Okay, thanks. Hey, how do I... Hey, okay. First off, I don't know a lot about shotguns. How big of a shotgun are we talking? Is it as tall as me, or is it as tall as my torso? It's... That's not how you measure shotguns, Stevie. Shut up. Shut up. I'm realizing that in my brain, those are pretty much the two metrics I'm working with. Either it's as big as my torso, or fully as big as me. If you forgot, I am five foot seven and three quarters. Okay, Stevie, the you know The doctor won't round up. I'm taking away the shotgun. I'm giving you the blunderbuss from the bonus episode. Not gonna lie, I already forgot what that was, but I appreciate it. <laughs> You're killing me here. Listen, listen, I just had midterms. I say this as if this is an excuse, but I'm always like this. I always take info into my little brain, and then I spit it back out. I did not deem it necessary, so I do not remember what a blunderbuss is. Let me look it up. Oh, wait, wait, wait. It was the fun gun that looked like a like an instrument? Yes, sort of. Yeah, it looked like an instrument. It looked like a little clarinet to me. Okay, well... Obviously, you're going to need something with more than one shot that the blunderbuss has. So, here, I'd also yeah. like to give you this baseball bat. Fun. Okay. okay. Don't you need two hands to shoot the gun? Uh, yeah, then you can pick up the bat. While I'm shooting the gun, another another monster or whatever we're fighting could pick up the baseball bat. You know what? I don't think that's going to be a problem. They're not smart enough. Okay. What are we, what are we up against? I'm guessing it's not vampires because you've done already, and vampires would definitely be smart enough to take a baseball bat from me. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's some vampires that, you know, they have to stop and count rice if you throw it on the ground. That is the funniest shit in the world to me and also makes me understand the Sesame Street count a little bit better. Bingo. <laughs> but okay, fine. You know what? I'll just I'll downgrade you to here's the baseball bat. How about that? Baseball bat makes me feel safe and comfy. I appreciate it. Okay, good. It's okay. aluminum, so it doesn't break. Oh, that's extra fun. Hey, can I get a fun jacket? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll let, I'll let you put on this, this really cool leather jacket. Yeah, I got a bunker jacket. And uh, here's a little handgun as a last resort. It's only got one bullet. Oh. Thanks. So, uh, <laughs> Stevie, have you figured out the segment that I haven't already told you what it is? Boy, I wonder what it could be. Is it... Zombos? It's zombies. It's zombos. (laughs) I really should get some air horn noises. I I need you to get a soundboard so bad because we tend to make the same sounds as jokes. So we really just need it on a fuck. Even if it's us doing the sound, but just a button of of us doing the air horn sounds. I was going to say, if anyone's going to have a soundboard, it'd have to be you because you get more out of it. That's true. I actually, that would go very well on my Twitch streams. I would love having a soundboard. See, there you go. So there's a Patreon goal for us. That's actually a great idea. I would love a fucking soundboard. Holy shit. But, um, 
Yes, for this Monster Zone. It's the Monster Zone. Monster Zone. We are talking about zombies, and I have a list of facts here. How, okay. how, how many facts? 40. 40 interesting I, zombie <gasps> facts. God, I wish I guessed ahead of time because I had 40 in my brain, and then you said 40, and I feel like a telepath right now. Proceed. Do you know what kind of facts these are? Are they cool facts? They're SeriousFacts.com. Oh! Give me those serious facts about zombos. Number one. Zombie has been derived from the African word nzambi, which means God. Hey, that's terrifying, but pretty cool. Yeah, also I should mention they don't cite any of this. Great. That doesn't surprise me. Most of these sites seem to neglect that. So, take it with a grain of salt. Uh, Number two. Zombies represent all that is dark and base about the human condition. The fear of zombies often stems from real human fears regarding unfamiliar or chaotic forces in the world. You could say that about any fucking monsters. That is such a lazy fact. It really you is. You could say that about any monster or antagonist in any horror movie. Not even a horror movie. In any movie, period. They couldn't say anything about the Uncanny Valley. That would have been such a better fact. That would have been a much more insightful fact to talk about why zombies are scary. Also, evolutionarily, hey, dead thing's bad. Obviously a human's gonna hate a fucking dead thing. I hate this site already. These guys are cop-outs. Well, number three certainly isn't a cop-out. Okay. So around the globe, October 8th is celebrated as World Zombie Day. What the fuck? You know, that holiday we all celebrate. (laughs) I can't believe we missed World Zombie Day. I know. Oh, man. Did you you put out your uh, Zombo pumpkins and your your festive seasonal hands grasping up from your front lawn? You know, I didn't, and that might explain all the dead birds I've been getting in my mailbox lately. Massive bummer. I've also got a haunted cat who did just run under my bed. So actually, that might make a little more sense. I feel like that that makes slightly more sense. Number four, the exact way to kill zombies is to break their head or damage their brain. That seems to be the thing for most of them, isn't it? Uh, that's what you do for, for vampires. That's what you do for werewolves, I think. You just have to get them with a specific material. Yeah, zombies not quite as picky what you break them with. That's, that's generous. That's kind of them. Uh, number five, there are many diseases that exhibit symptoms similar to the zombies. Okay. They don't say what diseases. What? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> they just, number five, that's all it says. What? Okay, wow, this is a really good fact site. Okay. Well, number six is also probably as well sourced. Okay, hit me. Australia is the safest place if there was a zombie apocalypse. I guess because it's an island? And because there are other animals that could kick the zombo's ass? I mean, what happens if those zo- if the, those animals become zombies? Well, they're still trapped on the island, presumably, unless the flying ones do, and then you're fucked. But I feel it could be easier to prepare. You know what I mean? Also, uh, how safe has uh, Australia been during COVID? Uh, pretty not. I feel like they're faring about, like, literally the whole entire rest of the globe, which is uh, not good. Yeah, pretty much. Oh. Like, they're doing a bit yeah, better I'm- now, but still... The fact yeah, that it got really there in the first place, they're going to get the zombies. Yeah. No, you're right. And then you've got the zombies and the spiders to fight against. That sounds like such a burden. Living in Australia sounds so burdensome. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Shout out to our Australian listeners. You guys are brave. I would like to formally apologize to you just for, like, how y'all have to live. I don't know if it's actually as bad as they make it out to seem in the media, but good God. Add zombos on top of that, you're finished. You're all utterly fucking finished. Pretty much. Do you hear that bass rumbling in the background? No. Someone keeps driving by with a really loud stereo. I'm really hoping it doesn't show up on the mic. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, I'm to close my door because of the cat, so I am going to close it. I think he's out now, so that should help minimize my background sound as well. Stevie, you're killing me here. Okay, I'm going to kick the cat out because I love my husband. So I'm still sitting here listening to them, and I can sort of hear what they're saying. I'm not sure how much is going to show up in the recording, but apparently the cat is very stinky. God, my room smells bad. Now I don't know how much of that you heard. Your cat sharted? Didn't shart, but good fucking God, it smelled... He's so small. How do you make farts to smell that bad? You know what else smells bad, Stevie? What else smells bad, Micah? Zombies. Oh my God, great segue. 
<laughs> Which have been a part of voodoo cultures for centuries. Okay. Is that... Also, is apparently, that you can feed a zombie salt to restore them back to their freedom in Haitian folklore. That's cool. That's pretty cool. I feel like that would be a good um, addition to zombie lore. I feel like... Vampire lore has a lot of consistencies, but I feel like Zombo lore is the one that's kind of fucked with the most. People just be making shit up about Zombos, you know? Well, they're talking more about the original version of Zombie, which is just somebody under mind control. Oh. I, that hadn't even occurred to me. I forgot about that. So we're not even talking about the undead corpse kind of deal. Uh, well, we are with some of these. I wish it differentiated a little, a little clearer. but It doesn't. But you know what? You would know that if you were a zombie fan, which is called a Zombophile. No, the fuck it is not. <laughs> no, the fuck it ain't. <laughs> that was a strong reaction. Don't like that. Here's a fact for you. Zombies will eat you if you get too close to them. Wow, holy shit. That's new information. How is that this far down on the fucking list? What are we on, number seven? I'm actually starting to speed through these. We are, we are way down the list at this point, and they're like, oh... Ow! We forgot to mention the thing that people are scared of them for. Yeah, they might eat you. Are they going to mention the whole, like, groaning brains thing? Uh, not sure. Uh, fact number 13, because I am just skipping through these. Uh, there was a Haitian person named Clairvis Narcisse who was the most famous, uh, case of a real-life zombie. Holy shit. Like the mind-control kind. Oh my god. Uh, in 1932, the first American film, White Zombie, was released... Okay. It's not the first American film. They worded that so weird. Yeah. Like, there were American films before that. Right, like, there very much were. Thomas Edison was recording himself electrocuting an elephant well before then. Yeah, that sucked ass. Thomas Edison sucks ass. Not a good, not a good guy. Yeah, pretty much the worst, actually. Yeah. Uh, the zombie appears as a metaphor in law enforcement, protest songs, symbolizing mindless adherence to authority, and the armed forces. Well-known examples include Fila Kuti's 1976 album, Zombie. Yes, that well-known example. <laughs> Fila Kuti's 1976 album, Zombie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. Real zombophiles would know that, Micah. You're, you're right. The ones that were celebrating on October 8th, Zombie Day. Yeah. Zombie Coalition Offensive Response Elite, Z-Core... Is the only zombie survival site. The only one? That's what they say in fact number 17. That's bullshit. I guarantee you there are more zombie survival sites than that. This is fucking bullshit. Although Z-Core is a really cool acronym, I will admit it. It's a nonsense. Zombie. It's so... Zombie Coalition Offensive Response Elite? That's not a sentence. That's... Yeah, they just really wanted to use that acronym. <laughs> yeah. They really forced that one. These are bad facts. Wait a damn minute. Why does the CDC have a we have a site titled Zombie Preparedness? I'm not fucking with you. Oh, yeah, they did that as a joke years ago. I didn't know that. That's so good. Like 2012, give or take. That's fun. ZombieResearchSociety.com, also one that exists. So, no, this is absolute bullshit. Okay, number 19 isn't even... I think they forgot a word or two. Okay. There are few hotspots for zombie outbreak, including hospitals, departmental stores, police stations, and so on. Well, because it has a lot of fucking people there. Y'all are so full of shit. You don't have, you have no way of proving this. Like, you have no statistical elements to this. You just make up wild claims and, like, the shit about Australia and then expect us to believe you. Seriousfacts.com In order to learn more about the zombies genre, there are many internet-based comics, like Zombie Hunters, Everyday Decay, and Last Blood. Or you could watch, oh, I don't know, zombie movies, of which there's a billion? A, a billion fucking zombie movies, not random obscure web comics. Watch those not actually be obscure web comics, and we are going to get flooded with hate for that, for us not recognizing these these web comics. I mean, also, just the implication that webcomics are a more well-known medium than movies already is pretty a pretty great leap. Yeah, like, like I'm not going to do a thing where we talk about robots and then say, you know, like that very well-known webcomic, questionable content. You know the one. <laughs> Which, by the way, is a real webcomic. Questionable content? Yeah, and they got AI robots. It's fun. 
That's fun. I thought you just made up a silly name for a fake comic. No, it's a real comic and all that. But yeah, see how it doesn't make any sense out of context? No, absolutely no goddamn sense. Uh, let's see. Michael Jackson's music video Thriller, 1983, in which he dances with a troop of zombies, has been preserved as a cultural treasure by the Library of Congress National Film Registry. That's fun. I wonder how they decide that. I mean, it was really influential. They had Vincent Price do the opening and everything. That's a big deal, huh? I remember one of the little zombo jump scares, like, popping up in front of the camera and screaming. You remember that, like, fake car commercial... Like that, like YouTube video. It was like car commercial, and then the zombie comes up and screams and spooks you. Oh yeah. Um, stop me if I've told the story on the podcast already. I can't believe I didn't think of this when you started the segment. Oh, the, the, um, the thing at church. Yep. Yep. I told us on the podcast, or just told you? You told it on the podcast. Okay, I th- I'd be surprised if I hadn't. Um. Anyway, yeah, I, I pissed with the door open for like two months, solely because of Michael Jackson's Thriller, TLDR, uh, fuck zombies. <laughs> Actually, TLDR. It wasn't. It wasn't thriller that, that did that to you. It was the. It wasn't thriller. It was uh, fuck jump scaring literal eleven year olds. There you go. No, you're right. I need to take this right to the source. Have you seen Thriller? I'm actually not even sure that I've seen the music video. Okay, hold on. We're, I'm going to do a screen share. I'm about to get um, culturally educated. Here's your generational gap. Yeah, and you'd think that I would have seen it because the song is so fucking popular like literally every Halloween but oh it was directed by John Landis I don't know who that is I'm gonna be real with you John Landis was a guy who directed the Twilight Zone movies if I remember correctly and in filming one of them killed one of his actors with a helicopter crash and uh, what? One actor and also I think uh, two child actors, if I remember correctly. Holy fuck! What? Just re- two two realistic stunts or something? Nope, just a tragic accident that he really should have gotten in trouble for because he's pushing his crew well longer than they should have worked, and then that happened. Holy shit! John Landis helicopter is the Twilight Zone accident in 1982. Goddamn. Uh, let's see. He, uh, John Landis violated California's child labor laws by hiring a seven-year-old and a six-year-old without the required permits. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, child labor laws don't permit children to work at night. Landis <laughs> opted not to seek a special waiver. And, uh, yeah. Yikes. The, apparently, there are explosions that were detonated at the wrong time that took out the helicopter. Holy shit, that's horrible. Yeah. Oh, man. So, one growing that's up and two of, kids. That's kind of pertinent given the, like, IATSE, like, Hollywood strike right now. Oh, of, very. Of crews are, like, being pushed well beyond their fucking limits. And, like, they're still fucking fighting for better hours and better pay. Insane. And, like, the fact that people just keep getting hurt behind the scenes. Like, you probably heard about the thing with, like, Alec Baldwin, like, I think yesterday. Yeah, yesterday. Where it was supposed to be a blank, and it was a loaded gun, and it killed their cinematographer. Like, oh my god, oh my god, like, stop. Like, there are, like, physical ramifications of, like, these directors' irresponsibility. Like, you can't, like, you people aren't machines. You just can't keep pushing them like that. I don't know. Although, at the same time, I don't know how you load real bullets into a gun that's supposed to have blanks, but I digress. They're still investigating it, so we'll find out eventually. Yeah. yeah. But speaking of uh, labor problems that continue on and on and just never stop, uh, <laughs> zombies, all the zombies are said to have compromised brains. That makes it sound like they all got a like a computer virus or something. Like, those zombos just been watching too much porn. Gotta toss the whole thing out. Compromised gotta take, brains. Gotta, Compromised brains. Yeah, I kind of figured. They usually look pretty fucked up head-wise. In 2011, the U.S. government drafted Con Plan 8888-11, a real plan detailing a strategy on how to defend against a zombie attack. This is very presumptuous, because this is assuming that we are going to, to know the exact nature of zombies in advance, because they don't exist yet. But we're just, like, assuming that everything we've, like, guessed and made up about them will be correct. 
And uh, I think that's bullshit. I think that's bullshit. Well, do you think it's bullshit that zombies moved after they're dead but do not have any superpowers? Hey, is that not cons- is that not considered a superpower? I mean, I suppose it could be. I feel like there's so many bullshit superpowers where like they're like where they don't even have any special abilities. They're just like really good at fighting, and they have a lot of charisma. Sometimes they don't even have the fucking charisma. And they just let them on the team anyway. I think that a zombie being a zombie should count as a superhero. If the Hulk can just get big and green, I think a zombie walking after it's dead and being very slow and having a bad brain could be considered a superpower. Wouldn't be a very good superhero, though. No, really dismal one, um, probably better suited to supervillainy. But again, compromised brain, so maybe not even the super part of it. Maybe just a side villain. They they kind of go into a filler episode, you know. You can't really build a whole arc around it. There's only so many things you can do with a compromised brain. Ah, see, they're, they're in, that's where you're wrong. You see, uh, actually, do my little oh comic my God, book shut nerd. The fuck up. <laughs> there's a character called Solomon Grundy that's a zombie that Batman fights. Oh my God, I have heard of him. Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday. Okay, how is that pertinent to his character? It's a rhyme that he always says. Why? That's stupid. No one cares what day you were born. It's a whole poem that talks about... It goes through a week, it goes through a man's life, and then he dies. Oh, that's kind of interesting. And it's Solomon Grundy, like, talking about himself. This is a total side note, but I just remembered that um, one time when I was younger, uh, for something I was doing, like writing, I asked Mom who um, Superman's villains were, like, who his enemies were, um, or, no, who Batman's villains were, and I think she said Lex Luthor, and... Is that, is Lex, I didn't think Lex Luthor was an enemy of Batman, don't they work together, or am I just dumb? No, they they fought. Then what am I thinking of? They probably work together on not, some storyline. I think I'm thinking of the animated um, Harley Quinn show. Either that or I'm really mixing up my continuity between different, uh, different properties. I digress. <laughs> That's all, I just wanted to set the record straight, and now I made myself more confused. In, in, indeed. You know what else is confused? <laughs> Zombies. What else is... Oh, my God. You also say indeed whenever you don't know what to say. I do. <laughs> You're like, thanks, man. That's not a lot for me to work with. Indeed. <laughs> you know what else gets repetitive? <laughs> Zombies. Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> <laughs> I love this bit. It's so good. I'm going to keep doing it. <laughs> the commonly zombie limp gets affected by decomposition of the human body okay i don't know everything about the decomposition fucking obviously right is it not just sort of an all over even process because i feel like i don't know i just feel like a zombie wouldn't necessarily be working in some parts and not the others you know what i'm saying i mean zombies are kind of floppy all the way around so i guess it's kind of an even no you might be right I feel like I haven't seen enough zombie movies just because I don't really love just kind of gore in general. Also, I feel like there aren't as many zombie properties now. Like, The Walking Dead is obviously the big overarching one. But I feel like The Walking Dead kind of took over the idea of zombies. Like, there is Pride and Prejudice in Zombies, which is just really funny fucking concept for a movie. That's the funniest shit I've ever heard of. I love that. Well, you know what you Um, should watch? What should I watch? Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead? Shaun of the Dead. It's a comedy. Okay. It's very good. You've seen Hot Fuzz, right? Yes, you showed me Hot Fuzz. Yeah, and it, I'm trying to remember. If it came you out before Hot Fuzz. The dead, it's the same people. It. Stop, that looks so fun. <gasps> That's the exact same fucking people. Yeah. Oh my god. Wait, where's that streaming though? Because it's on Hulu, but you have to have one of those, one of those special extra subscriptions with Hulu. Go fuck I hate yourself. those. I think that's bullshit. Oh, I can rent it on YouTube. It's worth it. Oh, this looks very fun. I'm exceedingly excited. I actually may suggest that to Shiloh because we want to watch a movie later. We're trying to watch lots of spooky movies for obvious reasons. It's the perfect um, movie. So this is exciting. It's the perfect movie for that. Hell yeah. Our, on May 18th, 2011, the United States Centers for Disease Control and Prevention published a graphic novel for providing tips on how to survive a zombie invasion. That's so funny. You know, this is funny. What? Oh my god, this is a bad segue. Zombies! I need you to start... Oh my god, no they're not. I need you to start using a better segue. <laughs> Zombies are slow, weak, and dumb, and they're even more easy to kill. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, 
shit. Okay. I'm starting I mean, to fuck. think this was written by an algorithm. Yeah, this is this feels weird. This doesn't feel kind to zombies really at all. And to be fair, I'm not saying they deserve kindness, but they can't really help their primal urges. Man, this next sentence. I'm going to read this exactly as written, okay? Okay, hit me. There are expert guidelines to escape from a zombie attack. <coughs> what? There are expert guidelines to escape from a zombie attack. Yeah, duh. To escape. To escape. What? Years are broken? Expert guidelines to escape a zombie attack. Uh, it's either an AI or somebody had a stroke while they were writing this. <laughs> there is a computer virus called zombies that attacked most of the computer systems. What? That is such a bullshit way to talk about a fucking computer virus. You can't say most of the computer systems, not what year, not who caused it, not how it stopped, just well, one virus one time was named after it and it got in a lot of PCs. Anyway, next fact. Like, they're just making shit up at this point. I hate this. Uh, DayZ, a zombie-based survival horror mod for Arma 2, was responsible for over 300,000 unit sales of its parent game within two months of its release. Holy shit. Uh, hey, do you know what fact number 33 is? What is fact number 33, Micah? A zombie movie that cost only $70 to produce won an award the at the Cannes Film Festival. What? Yeah. Doesn't say the name of the film, though. Ah, that's what I was waiting on. Like, that's literally all it says. Damn. That, they, I feel like they're really leaving out the crucial details you would expect in order to follow up. Films featuring zombies have been a part of cinema since the 1930s, with White Zombie being one of the earliest examples. Didn't they mention that earlier? Yeah, they said it was the first. Well, now they're saying it's one of the first. So which is it? Yeah. This list isn't even internally consistent. Number 35. <laughs> some scientists have claimed that a zombie apocalypse could actually happen. I mean, yeah, there's weird viruses out there. Sure. These are so horrible. These facts just keep going. Just some scientists. We won't say who. They could be disgraced and lost their degrees, but they were scientists uh, once. Uh, what were their names? Uh, they were uh, Pocket Sand, and then they run away. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of things you should run away from. What should you run away from, Micah? Zombies. Shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> the English word zombie is first recorded in 1819, a history of Brazil by the poet Robert Southey in the form of zombie with no E on the end. Oh, that's fun. That's a fun new new retelling. Did you know that uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein was the first novel to approach the idea of human reanimation from a non-superstitious point of view? I love that for her. Women in sci-fi. Have you ever read Mary Shelley's Frankenstein? Um, I don't think so, actually. No, because it was never like a sign for school or anything, so I never got around to it. Never actually describes how Dr. Frankenstein reanimated the corpses. If I remember correctly, he did make him to be, um, just based on what people have told me via Stevie and the Monster Fuckers, um, apparently the novel describes him as being very, like, beautiful because yep. the doctor was trying to make him be, like, prime among all men. So I'm pretty sure he, like, there's the whole joke about he gave him a big dick then, too, but that's also discussed, I think, in Young Frankenstein. Delightful stuff. Also, I think it's just mean that everyone always makes him look like he's dead because he's supposed to be real pretty just kind of big maybe with some weird proportions but we love him anyway nope he was supposed to be absolutely gorgeous with golden eyes damn he fucked him up yep can't believe this shit also mary shelley never actually said how she reanimated him so i mean could have been anything she just make some stuff up i feel like you always see like the the pull the lever down and then there's like lightning bolts going into him i feel like one movie made that up and then everyone else just copied them uh that's exactly what happened yes <laughs> see See, I knew. I guessed it. It was the Boris Karloff 1930s Frankenstein that said, lightning did it. And then everybody's like, oh, yeah, lightning. It's magic. Oh, yeah, what he said. Uh, I'm assuming they read the book. We didn't, so I'm just going to take that part. In their defense, the book is really long. Yeah, the book is pretty long. It's not Although, that long. Although, again, if you're going to I don't know, I'm making shit up. I'm just agreeing with you. If you're going to make a movie, you probably have to read the source material first. But, I, you know, you know, I'm just spitballing here. Yeah. You know what else spitballs? Oh my fucking god. You can't say zombies. Zombies! Shut up! 
Zombie powder, allegedly used in Haitian zombification, is made from poisons taken from animals, such as the spiky pufferfish, the hyla tree frog, and the cane toad. In addition, really the powders contain that. human remains as well as some hallucinogens. Oh! Wow, that is some fucked up LSD. So this is what, zombie powder? So this is supposed to turn you into a zombie yes. or cure you? Turn you, turn into, you into, one. into a zombie. Yeah, I feel like blowing, like, a literal poison powder and corpse dust on you is maybe not going to cure you. That, that, that just makes you zombie squared, you know? You mix up the salt bags and the, and the zombie powder bags, you just make an extra big zombie. Like you do. Do not keep bullshitting these segues. I can see it on your fucking face. I can see it on your <laughs> dumb, smug little face. You know what else has a dumb, smug little face? Fuck you, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> Zombies. The term philosophical zombies means a philosophical existence of a living human organism that has no consciousness. What? The term philosophical zombies means a philosophical existence of a hu- living human organism that has no consciousness. So by philosophical existence, it's just like, hey, this thing could exist. That'd be crazy. Like people that aren't actually conscious. I mean, yeah, some people are in comas. Sure, philosophy. Fuck. I mean, yeah, I guess. Kind of rude, though. I really do feel like this was written by an, an AI. Like an algorithm wrote I, this. I didn't know if that was possible, but like it started to feel funny. Uh, does not have a year for when it was published. I hate this. I really hate this. I know. I wonder if there's a way to tell in like, the source code or anything. No, there probably isn't. But you know what else that you hate? What else do I hate, my God? These zombie segues. Yeah. I sure do, bucko. Yeah, you sure do. Much like I'm sure you hate zombies. The movie's Dead Snow is a 2009... Listen, I'd like to clarify, I'm pretty ambivalent overall to zombies. (laughs) I don't really have any major opinion. Once I got over the whole, like, thriller jump scare thing at 11 years old and pissing with the door open for two months, I'm I'm good. I have no opinions on zombos. Proceed. You know what else proceeds? Ah! (laughs) Zombies. The movie Dead Snow is a 2009 Norwegian zombie comedy about a group of students under attack from Nazi zombies in the mountains of Norway. It was nominated for the most memorable mutilation scene. (laughs) What? Is that an award? It was nominated for the most memorable mutilation scene. Doesn't say by who. Holy shit. Just memorable. Not good. Not talented memorable i feel like any level of camp could make something memorable and that's what delights me about the existence of that award but also doesn't say who nominated it or who gave the award just nominated it literally could have been like the author of this title is like i nominate them because they thought it'd be a fun a fun award title to put in here uh do you know what other articles this website has what uh top of the list 26 interesting coronavirus facts. Oh, cool, because I'm sure we need fun fucking facts about coronavirus. Especially if they're as accurate as the ones we just read. Mm-hmm. Mostly we need to be taking medical advice from these bad boys. Good God. I clicked on it. Okay. Uh... Written through this. Yeah. Nope. Terrible. It's either like... Terrible content. Uh, yeah. Just stuff everyone knows, or it's just gonna be like old-ass news. It's all really outdated information. Yeah, that tracks. Well, you know what else tracks? Taking quizzes. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Don't get it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. You got it twisted, cause we're the quiz takers. Yeah! Boom, psych out. Gotcha. I was waiting. I was like, there's no fucking way that they're not going to let me do my goddamn quiz now. Please, God, please, for the love of God, let me do a fucking quiz. Couple options. Okay, first one. Um, which Halloween adjective are you? Which dark academia Halloween creature matches your personality? That's probably going to have um, a lot of pictures. It doesn't. I, I checked. I'm actually checking now. Oh. Um, ooh. Actually, no, I'm choosing for you. I want to do the Dark Academia Halloween Creature because it is very... It feels a little bit like a choose-your-own-adventure, kind of. Because the description is, On an abnormally rainy and foggy October, you're full-on with your studies, rushing from one place to another, forgetting everyone around you. But sometimes, on the right times, in the right places, you stop to notice. 
Uh, and you got to choose what you do in spooky situations. Okay. Okay, let me see. Enter your name. All right. You're stranded on campus due to the heavy rain. Pick a random lecture to listen to in order to pass the time. What, like I wouldn't just like go sit in the library or like smoke out back? Okay. Uh, option one, astronomy and astrology. Two, filmmaking and literature. Three, brewing potions for movie props. Or four, transportation and transfiguration. I'm going to go for option number two. Filmmaking and literature. Pick a Halloween color. Uh, emerald green, dark brown, black, royal purple, navy blue, or burgundy. Black. What? Black. I don't know why it cut out when you said that. That's weird. Also, they didn't, even, they didn't even put orange on the list? Okay. I guess it's not dark academia enough. All right, question three. Pick a suspicious character from your life who could be the villain if this was a movie. One, the old... Oh, the elderly new teacher who randomly disappears for weeks... Two, the secretive librarian who keeps stealing old books. Three, the creepy lighthouse keeper who only appears at night. Or four, the friendly best friend who seems to know an awful lot about everything. Uh, let's go for number four. Yeah, I feel like that's a. I feel like that that's the only one that's like a twist. Because the other ones, at that point, it's too obvious. So it'd have to be like a fake out where they're actually nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. But even that's obvious Question now. Four. Yeah, everything's already been done. Always and forever. Amen. Question four. You walk towards the train station after your lecture and see an odd creature. What catches your eye first? The luminous glow surrounding it, the flowers growing from their footsteps, or the wound on their skin with silver dripping out of it? I mean, it's dark, so probably the luminous glow. No, that's fair. (laughs) You see an item left behind by the creature you just saw. What is it? Option one, an old yellow arcade ticket. Two, an old watch. Three, a box of matches. Four, a blank business card. Five, a ripped page from a book. Six, a piece of red velvet cake. Or seven, a rusty dagger. I'm going to go with a blank business card. A blank business card. Interesting. That one is very ominous. You finally get to the train station. What? Which ticket do you buy? An expensive one for a quick exp- express train. A very cheap one for a train with a changeover halfway through. You take the free few-hour bus instead. Or a familiar, reliable one for the night train. Uh, I take the, 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 the train with the switchover. Okay. Very cheap one for a train with a changeover halfway through. Question seven. You get to your house, but realize you've forgotten your key. Where have you hidden the, sp- the spare one? On top of the door frame, under a small frog statue, or glued to the bottom of a large rock? I'll say glued to the bottom of a large rock. I like the idea of gluing it there, because you can't fucking use it then. Like, you're absolutely royally fucked, but you've glued it there for, for safekeeping. Duh, you, know. you break the rock. I feel like you overestimate anyone's strength in comparison to a rock. Question eight. After going to sleep, you wake up around 2 a.m. to a monster trying to get in the house. Which one of these would be the scariest thing to hear? One, a loud scream of a woman. Two, nails on a chalkboard. Three, a baby crying louder and louder. Or four, a painful howl. Probably the baby crying. I feel like a baby crying is fucking awful. No offense to babies. It's running up the stairs to get you. No, Where do you no, go? offense Out to babies. Window. Babies deserve hey, it. Hey, this is a time. Hey, this next one's a time question. Out the window, in the closet, under the bed, out the door. Out the door. Okay. Sorry to tell you, they gave a 10 second fucking timer. Why would you give a 10? Some of us are doing podcasting. It's terrible. Some of us are trying to do podcasting. Now I had to interrupt my sibling and be really fucking rude. Sorry, I had to interrupt your thought. It was a great thought, too. Oh. You just killed it. Sorry. Um, also, I didn't know that on you quizzes, um, whenever the timer runs out, it actually doesn't skip the question. Because it can't even proceed without giving you without you picking a fucking answer. And now I'm pissed because I've been stressed the fuck out every time I take a you quiz. And they give you a five-second timer, and I can't read that fast. And now I'm realizing it's all a goddamn grift. All a grift. That's kind of comforting, though, because now I know that I can proceed in peace. A grift on a sea of lies. A grift on a sea of lies. Question 10 of 12. You get to safety, and after inspecting the house in the morning, the monster is gone. What seems to be missing from the house? A spell book, the electricity, your diary, all the mirrors, or the sharpest knife? Let's say all of the mirrors. I feel like that's a good option. Lastly, pick some Halloween lyrics to play to keep the monsters away. Option one, this is Halloween, this is Halloween, Pepkin scream at the dead of night. Option two, I always feel like somebody's watching me. Tell me, is it just a dream? 
Three, I hate living by the hospital. The sirens go all night. Four, a wolf in disguise, but I can't stop staring in those evil eyes. Five, she's a restless spirit on an endless flight. Or six, I put a spell on you, and now you're mine. Obviously, Falco, number two. Yeah. I've got a feeling somebody's watching me. me. That audio is exceedingly viral on TikTok right now. Like, insanely. And people are doing really fun, like, creepy cinematography Halloween shorts. I don't know. It's cool. (gasps) Your result is the Grim Reaper himself. Oh, fun. On a hev- oh, this is like a fucking, this is like a whole thing. On a heavily rainy day, as you run from the lecture hall to the bus stop, you see a shadow of a person picking his sight off the freezing wet ground. He turns his head to the side, one turn away from seeing you, feeling your stare, and slowly disappears into the air. You enjoy solitude, and being an expert in your field, you could stay inside for days researching a subject and feel an obsessive need to know more. But you're also human, and feel that mercy and understanding is in your blood. You can make hard decisions, even in the darkest of times. I love the dark academia aesthetic. These bitches just make shit up all the time and like you're an expert in your field and you feel mercy in your soul like no i actually really want like some fucking chili cheese doritos right about now but thank you so much for having more faith in me i'm wearing boxers right now like (laughs) they're so dramatic it's so dramatic it's so good i love it so much i don't really understand it to be honest the dark academia okay no i I, like i I get it i get the aesthetic and all that but like yeah. I don't understand the, the attraction to the extremely overwrought. That is fair. I don't enjoy... I feel like when when I'm reblogging on Tumblr, as I am at 2 a.m., Dark Academia posts, I am much more frequently reblogging, like, scenes from movies that are very Dark Academia, like uh, Dead Poet Society, for instance, or, um, oh, shit, the gay one with Daniel Radcliffe where he did a murder. I don't know. Oh, God, it was... Harry Potter? No, that one. Well, actually, well, <laughs> um, it was kind of a boarding school one. It was very homoerotic. It's a whole thing. Anyway, I highly recommend it. If anybody ever finds the fucking title, I think it has murder in the title, which is pretty heavy handed, actually. Um, Daniel Radcliffe, gay murder movie. Kill your darlings. Kill your darlings. Okay. Sorry, I had to remember it or else it would fucking plague me for the rest of my life. Uh, And also, I can't find it streaming anywhere because I watched it three years ago on uh, an illegal movie site that has actually, I think, since been shut down. So I cannot be implicated in any crimes here. Um, Really good stuff, though. Oh, yeah. Anyway, I don't really tend to reblog the really wordy poems and stuff because I don't care about that. Just give me, like, some pretty pictures and I'm good. Yeah, but pretty pictures don't work well for an audio format, unfortunately. Very much no. Um, it does help me do my homework, though. I listen to fucking Dark Academia classical music and, like, orchestra music. Um, and I pretend that I am a smart little boarding school boy. And then I actually write my midterms. And then I'm proud of myself. And I go back to being a little vacation dad. Like you do. So, I think we're at about long enough for the whole episode. Stevie, where can people find you? You can find all my stuff over on stevieb.com. That's steviebea.com. Uh, everybody who listens to this podcast, I think, already follows me, so you already know that. But on that site, you can find my Twitch, you can find my TikTok, you can find all the good stuff I'm doing all day long. Also, I got a new cat, so uh, if you want to, I don't know, donate to the cat fund, uh, info about that is in my TikTok bio, because people have been very eager to help out with my new baby, which is very kind and very adorable. That it takes a village to raise a child. Uh, what, can, what can I say? Micah... Where can the people find you? Hey, sorry I asked that as soon as you took a hit of that bait. It's fine. Uh, people can find <laughs> me on Twitter at MXMaxwellMusic. And you can also listen to that music on Bandcamp.com. Go to MXMaxwell1.Bandcamp.com. We also have a Patreon, which if you're interested in hearing an episode every week instead of every other week, we post on the off weeks on the Patreon, and you can listen to the episodes for a mere $3 per month. And, 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 and let me just say, the Patreon episodes, they're not all formal and professional like we do in these free episodes. Everyone's always telling us, Stevie and Micah, those free episodes are really, really boring, really well-structured, excellent segues in between every, every segment. And you know... It's getting a little tired. And you know what I say to that? Give us $3 a month. You get the silly, silly, loosey-goosey content. You get the content where I've had just a shit ton of Kratom. 
and we get and we get a little silly in there and we don't have anywhere near as many segments because we just do what we want in those episodes so if you want to see us get a little bit silly three dollars a month easy peasy although if you hate our regular format that much i don't know why you're still listening but maybe you should give us money and maybe we'll consider changing the format for you we won't that's a lie I'm not sure if that was a really good plug for it or just like the absolute <laughs> worst possible things you could say from like every angle. Either that's going to make people subscribe to our Patreon or stop listening entirely to the podcast. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, on that note, uh, bye. Bye. Bye.